0: Bismillah ar rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil anbiyai wal mursaleen, Muhammadu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, kathiran kathira. From my, Baadu, my brother and sister, this is a, going to be a series of uh, our father reminders which came out of a Q&A session that we had yesterday, that's Friday evening, here in ISWM with our youth. Alhamdulillah. I am very grateful to all those who attended, a number of people, including some of our, some of my contemporaries. So, it's, it was not only youth. And that's always a very enriching thing. I, I encourage that. Um, this deen came for everybody. This deen, this, this, deen, this, deen didn't, this deen didn't come in bits and pieces for uh, little children and older people and so on and so forth. I, I've always maintained that Rasulullah well, ﷺ never ran a crash. He never ran a… A maktab, he never ran a little nursery school. He taught elders, he taught adults, he taught parents, and they went home and taught their children. So, the uh, this whole thing that we have nowadays of <coughs> of uh, exclusively teaching little children uh, while parents remain ignorant is uh, is our one of our corruptions of the Deen, and uh, we suffer for it and. Uh, even though we don't seem to feel any sense of shame that uh, in many homes (coughs) the children can, for for example, the children can recite Quran uh, much more accurately and correctly than the parents. The fact that we don't feel ashamed about that doesn't change the fact that we should be ashamed of it. And the reason is because the children learnt to read the Quran and all power to you, Alhamdulillah, may Allah bless the parents who take the trouble to send the children to, uh, to the schools to learn that but uh, remember the deen is not for your child alone the deen is also for you and and what are you going to, what are you doing about learning your own deen so i think this is a very good uh, thing that alhamdulillah inshallah that we started here which which is a q and a session uh, which we do occasionally every uh, every friday night and this is a set of uh, the session was for for over an hour long so omar uh, is taking out uh, curating pieces of it, and he will be sending them out in a few days, inshallah. Uh, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless those who came, bless those who listen to it, bless those who take lessons from it. And uh, for me, this is a particularly enriching thing because uh, I consider it a, a huge uh, opportunity to learn. And uh, I mean that very sincerely because uh, for me, the learning is… In two ways. One is that uh, thanks to the questions that are asked, and I really thank my brothers and sisters, Alhamdulillah, the the um, quality of questions that I was asked yesterday, I was very happy, which show sincerity, which show a depth of understanding, which show a genuine concern to know, um, and which uh, opens for me the windows into into worlds which normally I, despite my very cosmopolitan. Uh, experience, are the worlds which are really shut to me, which is the worlds of uh, the uh, youth, especially in America, uh, universities and schools. And if it wasn't for the fact that I have this very good equation with all these young people, I would be completely at, at a loss to know what's going on. But alhamdulillah, I have the equation, they speak to me, so I, I, I this opens. And the questions, therefore, they open a window into how uh, these young people, how they experience Islam in practice, and how their friends experience Islam in practice, and what is the result of that, and how those um, that experience leads to questioning, and these people have to ask the questions, so they bring those questions here, and so for me, the the, the very big learning is it opens these windows into uh, a world which um, I would be, I, I mean, I'm extremely interested in knowing, but I probably it would have been shut to me had it not been for these questions. Number two is that these questions also now pose a challenge for me to answer them in a way which is clear, which is confident, which is non-apologetic, and which focuses always on um, application of the knowledge in life. Because this is the whole, this is my approach, this is the approach of Islam, this is the approach of Rasulullah Sallallahu which is that Islam came to be practiced. Islam didn't come to be an academic Um, you know, piece of uh, information to be studied and uh, written about and so on, but uh, left uh, on bookshelves and in libraries. It came to be practiced in our daily lives uh, as we walk the earth. And uh, so, therefore, my challenge is to answer these questions in those ways which give the listeners uh, a hold on what Islam is, what it means to them in their lives, and how they can practice it, and how it makes their lives more, how it enri- enriches their lives and makes them more beautiful. Uh, I hope I tried to do my best. I hope I have succeeded to some extent. And uh, final point before we go off into the into the actual uh, Fajr reminder is, uh, do keep asking these questions and you don't have to wait for that session you can email me the questions you can send them on chat or whatever uh, all of you have access to me you can put, you can put the questions into the um, into, into the uh, into our Mhmic.org uh, email and uh, they will get to me what uh, is, why that is even more beneficial? Uh, then asking me directly uh, in the session is that where necessary um, if I need to do some research to answer a question then I will have the chance to do that. Jazakumullahu <laughs> khairan once again May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a means of khair and barakah for all of you. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahibi ajma'in Keep listening. Jazakumullahu Beautiful question. If in the case of leadership roles if somebody starts getting high on the popularity and so on how should you Bring yourself down? I think this is a very, very important, beautiful question because this is one of the great dangers of leadership roles. And one should be extremely, extremely careful because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you are in a leadership position, so so for example, I mean, I just told, uh, I just said this, which is that when you are given a leadership role, don't run away. Yes. Do not run away. But at the same time, don't also go to the other extreme which is to treat the leadership role as, uh, you know, something which is, it it now feeds your ego. That must not happen, right? Um, And for that, the way to keep yourself grounded to the earth is to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold the leader responsible. So the thing to do is to continuously make istighfar. Somebody asked uh, Shaykh Taala. he said that my pirat is good, I have a good recitation, so people push me forward to lead salah. He says, but when I start reciting and I am reciting, I suddenly get a thought to say that maybe I am reciting to please the people. And there is riyah. What must I do? So, Ibn al asked him, what do you do? He said, I cut short my recitation. So, for example, in Suratul in, in, uh, Salatul Fajr, maybe I came with the intention of reciting, say, like Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to recite 20 ayahs, 30 ayahs in one rakat. So he said, I, maybe I decided to do that. But by the time I am on the 10th ayah, I have this thought, my God, you are really reciting to please the people. So, he said, I cut short the recitation, I go for ruku. Now see the Hikmat of the Ulama, Shaykh uh, Ibn rusaymi he said to him, when you get the thought, make istighfar, internally, right? He said, make istighfar and lengthen the recitation. Don't don't shorten it, recite few more ayat, not less. He said, because shaitan is bringing this thought to you. This is not from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This shaitan is, shaytan is Concerned that because of your recitation, people are getting khusho, their salah is improving, they are connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wants to spoil that, so he puts this thought in your head to say that you are showing off, so you are, so he said, don't do that, but make istighfar. So this is the answer to that, which is that, yes, you must take leadership. There is no doubt about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you to be leaders. That is why you must learn, because there is no leadership of the Jahilun. You have to learn, but at the same time, don't allow that leadership to become a noose around your neck to hang you. And the way to do that is to continuously keep seeking the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Continuously keep making istighfar. Inshallah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is the one to forgive. And as long as you keep forgiving, there is no problem. Inshallah, as long as you keep repenting and seeking forgiveness, Inshallah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will forgive. <laughs>